This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you and you and you and you and you. Um, Y'all, this year is just going by quickly. I cannot believe it's September 20th already. Anyways, happy fall. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm Linda Entwee. We are covering 90 Day Fiance, the UK version, season one, episode nine. I will get that ring no matter what it takes. Um, What's crazy to me, you guys, is if you're watching this show, you know, we talked about it in the very first and second episodes where we were like, the editing is a little bit different with the UK version. And if you guys don't know, next episode is the last episode, the season finale. And I feel like we, you know, we just got to meet like Hussein. We just were getting into the stories and it's going to be over already. Hey, Raydella. Hey, girl. Hi. It's going to be over already next week. And I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like we've just fast forwarded and I feel like there are parts that are missing and I want to know more. And I know that they've already been renewed for a second season. So I'm sure we're going to see some of the same players and some new players. But at the end of the day, it's just like, oh, it's over already. I feel like it just got started and we don't really know everyone's storylines, but here we are. That being said, uh, some housekeeping, support the show. Bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support the show via Cash App, Venmo, PayPal at Linda So Girly, as well as their super chat, super stickers, and super thanks available. Uh, support the show. That being said, let's jump into Sean and Victoria. So this couple is just, I don't think that they're going to be on season two. I don't think that they are going to make it. And that's just my personal opinion. I have no receipts. I just feel like there was nothing there. There was nothing there. And there were so many lies that Sean told. And Victoria was kind of not feeling it. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to know what you guys think. Do you think that these two are going to make it? Do you think we're going to see a second season of them? Because I just, I don't know. Something just seems off about them. Um, so <clears throat> Victoria tells us that she almost broke up with him because of the lies that he told to the officials on their way back from Paris. And, you know, they're back at their extended stay, which is a whole other thing for me because like, where do you normally live? Like, so you took out 90 days of your life to stay at all these hotels and extended stays. Like it just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. So they're back at the extended stay. He's watching border control Japan and he's looking for a flight to go back to Japan because he needs to quote, take care of some business. Well, okay. So you spent 90 days allegedly in the UK and it's clear that things aren't working out. So now you're going to go back and you're, you know, you were on this, this tourist visa. Okay. I could get that, but should you not have a conversation with Victoria saying, Hey, these are my plans and this is what I'm going to do. She has to find out while you're looking for flights back home. That's how she's finding out. Seems weird to me. So she asked him, are you going back to Japan long-term? 
And, you know, she knows that he wants her to come to Japan and live with him there. And she's kind of not for it. And he's like, well, maybe you come and you stay for a few months. You see if you like it, all the things. And we already know that she has the fetish for everything Japanese culture. So I was so surprised that she was so against moving there, right? But she does have her life in the UK. So there's that. Um, and he's like, well, you know, my whole thing is I just want to travel the world. And so he wants to have that kind of nomad lifestyle. And she, that's not what she's looking for. But again, you guys, you know, that's why I always share with you guys, like you have to spend time with people in real life. Now you can be in a relationship with someone, like they said, for over a year. And then what, it took 90 days for you guys to realize that you guys aren't on the same page. He wants to travel and do whatever he does and not work and live that nomad lifestyle. And that's something that you don't want. Well, yeah, you need to have those type of conversations and you need to have them in real life so you can see if we're compatible. And I think with Sean and Victoria, they just were not compatible. Um, so he thinks that he needs to organize some stuff in Japan and that's why he's going back. And meanwhile, she's meeting up with her friend Libby and she's concerned because again, she doesn't know enough about this guy, even though she spent three months with him and, you know, use your words and communicate and ask him the questions. And if he doesn't give you the response that you want, ask again until you understand. But she doesn't know where his money is coming from. And she feels like he just wants to continue to travel. And, you know, they've been living together for three months and she has no idea where his money is coming from. And every time she asks him, he says, don't worry about it. Now, I've had a few conversations with a few different people. And, you know, some people think that he's getting illegally. Some people think that he's a trust fund baby. Some people think that, um, you know, he is making it legitimately. Let me know what you guys think. Because I personally think that maybe, maybe he's like a trust fund baby. And that's why he's like, he doesn't want to talk about it. But that's not why he's not worried about money. Because Sean doesn't seem to worry about anything, really. He doesn't tell the truth quite often. And he doesn't worry about money. So here we are. So her friend is worried about it. She's like, well, you know, it seems sketchy to me. You should really know how, like, where and what this money is coming from and where he's getting it from. And if he's not willing to tell you, it seems sketchy to me. And and Victoria agrees. <clears throat> but all that being said, so she doesn't really trust him. She doesn't know enough about him, even though they spent a year online, a year plus whatever online, and three months in real life. She still doesn't really trust him because, you know, he's lied to her from the jump and he continues to lie to her. So why would it be a good idea for him to propose? But that's what he wants to do. So he's making miso soup, which is a traditional part of the Japanese culture. And he's like, you know, I want to make a special meal for her for a special day. So while she's out of the extended stay apartment, uh, he's doing this and... <clears throat> When she gets home, he's like, you know, come in. He's decorated. He's made this special soup for her. She's like a little bit wary. She's like, you know, I don't know what this is about. I hope it's not another secret that you have. I hope you're not about to lie to me about something. I hope this is not a confession. Like, I just don't have it in me. That's that's where her mindset is. And you can imagine, like, that's not a good look. So 
your partner's doing something special for you and all you're thinking about is all the bad stuff that could possibly come up. I mean, that sounds terrible to me. And it sounds to me like you guys don't, I'm just going to fix my background a bit, you guys, sorry. Um, sounds to me like you don't trust him. And it sounds to me like you haven't, hi, Stephanie, hey, girl, hey. Sounds to me like you guys are not in a place where you should be thinking about getting married. Hey, Megan, hey, girl, hey. So <clears throat> he's like, you know, this miso soup is special to me. It's special to my life. It's special to my family. Everyone in my family makes it. And his way of first proposing to her is, will you make miso soup for the rest of our lives together? And she looks at him because she didn't get it. And then he's like, well, you know, will you marry me? And there was like a long, awkward pause. There was no ring pulled out. It was just, hey, will you marry me? And she doesn't answer immediately. And when she does answer, she's like, well, you know, um, I don't know what to say. You know, there's no ring. This is a huge leap and a huge commitment. And she's like, you know, I know you rush into things. And I think that maybe you're rushing a little bit. And she doesn't want to, basically. She doesn't want to get married to him. She thinks it's too fast. Um, she's worried about living in Japan. And she's worried about how he makes money. And she's worried about how she would make money if she had to move to Japan. And he's like, you know, you don't have to worry about that. You know, I can make all the money. Because in Japan, there are jobs everywhere. And he says, you know, he makes money right now through social media and YouTube, but she still doesn't believe him because he's not very active on his social media platform. So like, how are you getting by? Like, I just don't believe that she says. And he's like, well, I'm also getting money from past jobs that I've done. So there's something there, you guys. And again, let me know what you guys think. If you think he's like a trust fund baby if you think he made tons of money in the past doing something else and he's living off of that and he just doesn't want to tell her. But like, how do you enter a marriage, a potential marriage without not having those conversations? How can you not talk about money and how can you be secretive about where you get your money? Your partner has to know because you're building a life together. All that money's going into the pot. So like, what is the problem, Sean? Like, I don't get it. I really don't get it. <clears throat> So he's going to go back to Japan and he's hoping that maybe she'll join him at some point, but he's not giving up on her. He's not giving up on the relationship. And he's like, if she comes to Japan with me, I'll ask her to marry me again. And she's like, you know, I do love him, but maybe this is not the relationship, right? She's going to think about it while he's away. And what I thought was interesting with them is that they go back to London and they're there for a few days. And she's like, you know, I need to go home. He needs to go back to London. And she felt her gut instinct was like that they were breaking up. And he's like, no, no, no. I want to come back to the UK as soon as possible. Maybe I'll be back in a month. But what she does say is that she'll miss him. But let's have a break. Hi, Vanessa. Hey, girl. Hey. So you were with him day in, day out for three months and already you want to break from him. You already turned down his proposal. You're already ready to get rid of him. You're already ready to get back to your life. That doesn't sound to me like you guys are going to have any type of extended future. doesn't sound to me like you guys are going to make it. And between all his lies and all his secrets, 
in the last three months, you haven't advanced this relationship, in my opinion, any further along. So why would you guys stay together? So you're going to go back to being, you know, online video game friends. I just, it doesn't make sense to me. So he says he needs at least a month in Japan to get his stuff started. And she gets him a little parting gift. It's a teddy bear with her voice in it. You know, those like stuffed animals that you can talk into. And, and so she talked into it and it was basically, um, I miss you and I love you. And, oh, how, excuse me, snuggles from England. I love you. That's what she put in it, which, okay. Do you really love him though? I mean, do you really, Victoria? Because it didn't really translate. It didn't translate to me at all. And so uh, they're on the way, uh, doing their separate parts. They do a hug, goodbye hug. It's a little bit awkward. They have another hug, a small, like, kiss on the cheek and then a small peck on the lips and I'll miss you. I'll miss you. It was all like very awkward and they're trying to tell us that it's not the end of the relationship. Hopefully they're going to continue their adventure together. And I'm going to tell you right now that I don't think that they are. I don't think that they last. I don't think that they're going to make it. Um, just nothing about them sounds like they're going to make it to me. If you guys feel differently, definitely let me know. Uh, in the live chat, or let me know if you're watching the replay. On to Emma and Hussein, which is so weird. We're in episode nine, and like I told you at the top of the show, episode 10, next week's episode, is the season finale. So we're just meeting Hussein now. We're just meeting him now. And the simple fact that we're just meeting him now, and they already don't have their shit together, Everything was just so weird with the two of them. I don't think that these two are going to make it either. So <clears throat> Emma says that they were back on track with Hussein after not speaking for a few weeks. And uh, she's on, she's packing for Turkey as well as she's bringing her daughter with her and her daughter's friend, which I thought was interesting because we never really talked about it. So y'all are coming and I get it because they're planning to get married. So you want to have your family there and a friend there. Okay, I get it. But Emma's feeling super nervous. You know, she's nervous because they've never had sex, even though they've been in a six-year long-distance relationship. And she's worried that if he doesn't show up, you know, she doesn't have a plan B. And she's looking for not only a solid commitment from him, but she's looking for love and affection from him. And so they're on the plane She's with her daughter, with her daughter's friend. They land in Turkey and she hasn't seen Hussein in three years. So you can imagine they've only met one time. Allegedly, they've been in this relationship for six years. And this is their second time meeting in real life and they're supposed to get married. Oh, uh, Vanessa. Vanessa said, I finally had to turn on closed captions for Emma. I couldn't understand her most of the time. Aw. So they're at the airport. She's stressed out. She's got these like two braided ponytails in her hair. She's like trying to be like super casual. Obviously it was a long flight for her. Um, 
and she's worried because she's looking around the airport. She doesn't see him. She doesn't see him. She finally sees him. They hug. But it was like, this is the part that everyone's talking about because they hug. But then her daughter, who's had all her reservations about Hussein, jumps on him. She puts her legs around his waist. And you know what? I was going to post it. And I think I forgot. So just give me one minute because I think that I do really want to show you guys this. Because if this is going to be your, what is she going to be? Her His stepdaughter? I don't know. It's just a little, it's a little too close for comfort. And even looking at it, you could tell that Emma was a little, like, uncomfortable with what was happening, too. It was just a very awkward situation. Did anyone else think it was awkward? Because I just thought it was really, really awkward. So let me do this. I'm going to add it to this drive so that you guys can see it. I know that Joslo is not in the live chat right now, but Joslo loves pictures. So if she watches the replay, I know she'll appreciate this. <laughs> All right, hold on, you guys, one sec. Let me see if I can get this happening here. Um. Yeah, Carol said, I found it very awkward. Okay, so share a screen. Uh, this one. And this one. Uh, let me just pop this up. Let's see if that works. Yeah, it did. All right, here we go. So that's Emma's daughter and Emma's fiance. So, I mean, for someone who had all these reservations, why are you like up on him like that? It's a very, it's just very weird. It's very weird. But maybe they do things differently in the UK. I don't know. But it was like an awkward moment. And then the mom, Emma, gets weird. And she had a weird look on her face, looking at her daughter jump on her man like that. Because remember, Emma and Hussein haven't even really kissed. They haven't had really any, like, romance or special times together. So, you know, it, it was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. So... The daughter jumps off of him, and then Emma re-hugs Hussein as if to wash that part away, to be like, hey, <laughs> Missy says, no, we don't here in the UK. And Vanessa says, I was uncomfy. More connection here than with Emma. Facts. It was just a weird moment. And then Emma tried to like clear it up by like rehugging him. It was like a whole weird situation. <clears throat> so they head off to the hotel and they're staying at a holiday inn. And we find out that he's a mama's boy, which, you know, we're used to in this franchise, a bunch of mama boys, but he's taking it. Listen, you guys, we didn't learn a lot about him and we're just meeting him in real life in this episode, but
But the first thing he does when he gets to the hotel is he asks about where the gym is. And you can already tell that this guy is like totally into himself. He's totally into how he looks, his physique, his body, the training, all of that stuff. And that permeated throughout their segment. Like he doesn't give a fuck about Emma, in my opinion. He cares all about himself and how he's going to better himself, which, you know, it is what it is. But that's how he came across. So first thing he wants to know is where the gym is. And he's like, oh, oh, when we get in the room, I also have to call my mom. So she's like, well, he's more interested in that, like in the gym and his mom than with her. And I agree. You haven't seen this woman in three years. And all she gets is like a tap, tap hug. You know, those tap, tap hugs. And that's it. No hand holding, no kissing, none of that. And I get he's Muslim and I get the culture, all this stuff. But even behind closed doors, while you guys are in your hotel room, you're not showing her any type of attention. I mean, what? So they get to the room. He jumps on his phone right away. He has to call his mom. His mom is very important to him, he says. And they talk or she calls him two to three times an hour, you guys. Two to three times an hour? Do you have a job? Your mama's calling you two to three times an hour. And if she doesn't call you, you call him, you call her two to three times an hour, not a day, y'all. I'm not saying two to three times a day. I talk to my mom often, probably like at least twice a day, but two to three times an hour. Two to three times an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. So. He can't reach his mom, and so he's, like, all worried about it. And she's like, you know, all you're doing is thinking about your mom. You're thinking about the gym, right? Missy says Muhammad and Danielle vibes. And she's like, you know, all you're thinking about is your mom. Like, are you going to pay me any type of attention? Are you going to pay any type of interest? We haven't seen each other in three years. And you haven't even glanced over at me. Like Vanessa says, he barely sees him making eye contact with her. None of that. And so she's like, you're more worried about your mom. And so she asked him like, are you happy? Are you happy to see me? Um, Cause you know, you haven't kissed me. They've never had sex and here they are, they're about to get married, but they've never had like any real type of intimacy. And she's worried that, like, are you not attracted to me? Or do you not want to be with me? Like, what is it? What's going on? And I would have those same type of questions because you guys, he looked like he was just there and she happened to be there and they happened to be sharing the same space. There was no like connection. There's no spark. There's no vibe. There was none of that. And so, I mean, you guys know, we know this 90 day franchise very well this is a green card situation. Like he doesn't give a fuck about Emma. He cares about, Oh, am I going to get, you know, my visa to go move to the UK so I can better my life. Like that's what it's coming across. And it's very loud. The very, very loud, very loud. So it's the next morning and he's up and about, she's still in the bed and guess what? He's looking at himself in the mirror again, still hasn't had sex. And, you know, someone told me, because I was talking about this before, where someone tried to come for me because I said, 
you know, people that haven't seen each other in a long time in a long distance relationship, I don't care if you've traveled for 25 hours or two hours, you're going to want to be intimate, right? And people are like, oh, Linda, you have to travel across the world and you'll see that you're so tired. Listen, y'all don't know me like that. I travel all the time, all the time. But if I'm in a relationship with someone and I haven't seen them forever, best believe that I want some type of intimacy. If that means I'm jumping in the shower right away and I'm taking a nap and I'm, I'm, you know, um, jet lagged and all the things, I'm still going to want to be intimate. If I don't do it in the minute, then I probably want to do it the next morning. But whatever the case may be, what I'm not about to do is just wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to the gym and I'm looking at myself and I'm going to do my hair and my makeup and I'm going to be cool. That's not real, you guys. And you can come for me again if you want, but that's not real. It's not real. If you're actually in love with your partner, you want to be with that partner. <clears throat> Facts. He doesn't even care enough to fake it. Facts. So uh, they're going to tour the city. You know, they're going to go get a meal. They're going to go seaside. They're going to sunbathe. And they're doing it with her daughter and the daughter's friend but the daughter wants to have a conversation with Hussein so she wants to take him aside and have a one-on-one -on -one with him right so she does that and she asks him you know why do you want to marry my mom and he's like well you know I've loved her for six years and she's like but you guys always argue and he's like well you're a child you know couples have problems and different thinking and so you don't really know what's going on in our situation. <clears throat> and then she's like, well, if you come to live with us in England, you can't just be arguing all the time with my mom. Like, how are you guys going to communicate? How are you going to make that work? And he's like, well, me and your mom, um, we're going to have to try. And we're going to have to try not to fight. And afterwards, we're going to like work towards having a happy life. And then she says the daughter says well sometimes you're really mean to my mom like some of the things i hear you say are just really really mean and he says well you just hear the fighting you don't hear the love and you know what you don't know about your mom is she's very nagging oh wait what that's how you answer that question you answer the question about how mean you are to my mom by saying that she's nagging you she's nagging you after six years where you have you all haven't even had sex in six years, you haven't kissed her. It's, you guys, come on now. Like, let's just use our common sense. Can we use our common sense here? And our common sense says this is not a real relationship. It's not a real relationship. And if you think it is, let me know. Prove me wrong. Because we just meet him in episode nine in real life. And he's showing like he doesn't give a rat's ass about her. He's not interested in touching her, not looking at her, not spending time with her, not holding hands with her, not sharing. Plus, there's the language barrier. It's just all type of wrong. It's all type of wrong. And I wish she would see that because it's like she deserves to be happy, too. But here you are. You have a man who, you know, he thinks that he's out of her league, but he's also like, oh, but I can use her and manipulate her to get what I want. Vanessa says, I totally agree, Linda, but that assumes both are staying faithful and haven't been with anyone in months. I mean, woof. listen, I am no relationship expert. 
for my Patreon subscribers, you all already know what I'm going through. So I am no expert, but I do have my opinions. And my opinion is he is just not that into her. So her daughter asked him, you know, are you happy to be marrying my mom? And his answer is, I am Hussein. I'm happy. I'm always happy. That doesn't mean you're happy to marry my mom. You didn't say, yes, I'm so excited to be with your mom and start a new life together, to be together forever. He's just like, no, I'm I'm Hussein and I'm a happy person. Okay. But that doesn't mean you want to marry my mom. That doesn't mean you're happy to marry my mom. And I love how you diverted the question to make it about you again, because it seems to be all about you right now. So... It's nighttime. They're going to have a quote-unquote date night. He's in the mirror again, you guys, checking himself out. And he's telling her to hurry up. And she's like, what do you mean hurry up? It takes me 20 minutes to get ready. It takes you two hours to get ready. And you could tell the difference, you guys. Like, he had a full-on, like, I don't know what he had on, like, Armani shirt and everything. Like, he just was done up and she just was like, Oh, I'm going to put my hair quickly in a ponytail. It still looked wet. And she just threw on whatever she had, but you could tell like there, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. He's so into himself. He doesn't really worry about what she's doing or what she like, not, Oh my gosh, you know what? I haven't seen you in three years. You look beautiful. You look gorgeous. I can't wait to spend time with you. None of that is happening. He's like, hurry up. Let's go. Hurry up. Let's go. After not seeing each other for three years? Oh, Lord. Plus, y'all haven't even kissed? And then she's like, oh, he's so quiet on the date. He seems disinterested. He has a lack of affection, she says. And she asks him to hold hands, and he says no, you guys. He says no. Now, they end up holding hands for a little bit, but he didn't want to. So he's not paying her any type of attention. He's not showing her any type of affection. And he doesn't even want to like verbal, not verbally, but physically be around her. How How is that not all red flags, you guys? How is it not all red flags? Like the red flags are just like hitting her in the face, left, right, and center. And she's just ignoring it. I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. So she tries to have a conversation with him. Um, she's like, you know, I'm worried that there's no affection here. I'm worried that you're not attracted to me. And he's like, well, you know, I'm Muslim and I'm very private. And we just basically need to respect each other's opinions and treat each other with respect. Okay, but again, that doesn't explain to me why you're showing her no attention. Even if you can't be physically affectionate towards her, you can use your words, which you're not. So I think that's, for me, two for two, meaning Victoria and Sean, no bueno. I think that Hussein and Emma, no bueno. Like, I just don't think these two couples are going to work out. I just don't. I think it's it's not a good look. Uh, next up, Katie and Alejandro, uh, one of my favorites from this season so far. I think they look genuine. I think that they love each other. I think that they communicate and say, these are my needs and my wants. Do I think that Katie has some hiccups in some of the things that she says? Absolutely. But 
I don't know. I, I think I give her a pass and I give her a pass because she's just so damn adorable, but she's back home in the UK and, you know, we didn't see her response to her, his family asking if she wants to convert to Catholicism. Right. But she doesn't want to, which is like a, which is part of what I was telling you guys about how like the editing is weird. Like you leave us one place and all of a sudden next episode, we're somewhere totally different. Like what, what happened? You reel us in and then you just be like, oh, well, whatever. We, we talked about that last week. We're not going to elaborate on it. No, we want to know. So she says she's not going to convert to Catholicism. Um, and she feels like she shouldn't have to. So she's calling Alejandro in Mexico via FaceTime. She asks about his parents. Um, and she asks, you know, are they happy? Are they still going to be okay with us getting married in Mexico? Um, and he's like, yeah, you know, they know you're a good girl and they know you love me and they love you and they know that we love each other. So I think that at the end of the day, they'll just be happy for us to be married. <clears throat> um, so he's going to do all the planning because the wedding is going to be in Mexico. So he's planning the wedding and he tells her like, you know, we're going to probably have about a hundred people there. And she's like, oh, plus the five British that she's bringing with her. And, you know, the next time she sees him won't be for a few months. And when she does see him, it will be their wedding day or their wedding time, like for them to start to get married. And so in the meantime, her and her nan are learning to speak Spanish because she wants to be able to communicate with his family as well as when they have future kids. She wants them to be bilingual, which I thought was really great because you don't see a lot of that in 90 Day Franchise where the foreigner speaks a language and the local tries to learn the language. You don't really see that very often. It's like one in a billion. So um, her nan and her are online and this was just all very funny, you guys. So her nan and her are online. Her nan's like, yeah, you know, I spent some time in Spain. I learned two words. I know how to say hola and I know how to say gracias. And I just died of laughter because I think her nan is hilarious. I also feel like, oh, you're trying to say you spent all this time in Spain and you just know two words. So they get online. Um, and the guy's like, okay, so the first thing I want you to say is, you know, what the, my name is, right? Mayama Leo. And she's like, oh, me yamo la. And she's like, wait, what? Me yamo la la. I was like, oh, Lord, they're going to need a whole a whole long session. This is not going well. Then he's like, oh, let's try what's your name? Como, what'd she say? She said, como le amo? <laughs> oh my God, so funny. And then Katie's like, let's just break it down. Let's just go to what I need to know. I'm going to be in Mexico. They're going to say a bunch of words in Spanish that I'm not going to know. But how do I say I do? And he's like, excepto. Listen, if, as long as she knows hola, gracias, and excepto, she's going to be good to go for the week that she's there in Mexico. 
<laughs> you guys are just I think maybe some people just don't don't pick up language as well. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but this was outrageous. So Nana Liz is like excited and she tells she shares a little bit about her life journey that she's been married for 51 years. You know, God bless you. All you people that are married for all those years, you know, God bless you. I really feel like you have to meet your person when you're really young and then just grow together because the single life you guys right now as adults sucks. It sucks. Trust me. This is from firsthand experience. Anyway, she's been married for 51 years and she uh, met her husband and married him after a blind date. And so she sees the same for Katie and she sees like a longevity and all of that uh, for Katie in the future. <sighs> Vanessa says she kept trying to pronounce the double L was an L. She wasn't listening or she needs to put her hearing aids. Listen, it was the funniest little scene, you guys. Like, I think that I, I said it exactly right. Because I tried to do it exactly how she said it. Me llamo Leo. Como le? Like, it was just a mess. And both of them are a mess. The only thing they got right was accepto. I do. I accept it. <sighs> Ridiculous. Okay. Caleb and Marvin, I'm still stuck on this, you guys, and I'm sorry if it sounds terrible of me. Caleb and Mar Marvin are my second favorite couple on the show, besides Alejandro and Katie. But Caleb, 24, and Marvin, 26, I just don't, I don't know. You guys, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess I just don't know what the 20s look like anymore. Because, you know, you can watch any type of YouTube video and you have a 20-something doing like a makeup tutorial. But to me, she looks like she's 40. But then you'll see a 40-year-old that looks like she's 30 or 20. So, like, you just don't know how old people are anymore. But, like, these two, I, I mean, Caleb has, like, flawless skin. He does look young. I don't know if he looks 24 to me, but he does look young. But Marvin, like, 26? I'm shocked. I, I just, I feel like you living in a beautiful island, like, I just, okay, don't get me started. I just, I'm surprised. That's all. Anyways, Marvin's cooking dinner. You know, they've been together for, you know, a little over a week or so. Caleb's happy to be in the same space with him and looking forward to their future together. And he really just wants to get engaged. And he's surprised that Marvin has not proposed to him yet. And so he feels like he doesn't know where they stand. And so he's worried that if Marvin doesn't propose, he's worried if Marvin doesn't propose that there's no future for them. And he's worried that his mom put Marvin off, right? Because the mom has always been like, you guys are moving too fast. Like, take your time. This is too rushed. Like, why is Marvin in such a rush? All of the things. So Caleb is worried that because the mom has said all those things that Marvin's not going to propose during this trip. Um, so we find out that Marvin, he looks 36 in the face. Listen, Stevie, more than 36, way more than 36 facts, right? I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that. I'm glad I'm, I'm not the only one that thinks that because I'm just like, how, how is that? What? 20 who? 20 what? Do I, like, I just, you know, I, Ages, it is just a number, but I'm just saying, like, 
I guess I just don't know what the 20s look like anymore. I'm not in my 20s anymore, but like, whoa. So, Kaylin's mom is wanting them to wait to get married, to take their time to get to know each other. And basically, Marvin's like, bump that. Like, I'm here on a mission. I can't be who I fully want to be in the Seychelles. And so I'm going to go ahead with my plan about proposing to Caleb. So uh, they go to Scone Castle and Marvin has a big surprise. And, you know, he's like seeing Caleb with his family shows him how much he loves him. He loves the fact that he has family. And you guys remember that Marvin doesn't have family support. So that's really important to him. And that's part of what he wants. He wants to have like, a family structure, he wants to have kids, all that stuff, because those are the things that he's missing in his life, and those are the things that he wants. So he has a red carpet out, there's champagne, there's champagne glasses, the castle, beautiful background behind them, lights in the trees, and um, he says to... Caleb, that you're the most precious thing to me. And will you, Caleb, be my husband forever and ever and ever? Which was really romantic, you guys. It was really, really special. And, you know, I'm not big on like all the pictures, but I do, I, I should have shown you and I should have prepared for this, but I just thought about it right now. So hold the line. Please hold the line. Yeah, it was this one and this one that I will share with you guys momentarily. <clears throat> so both are really happy. Uh, Caleb obviously says yes, because, you know, this is exactly what he's wanted this whole time. And now they're going to have to share the news with Caleb's mom, right? And they're a little bit nervous because... You know, this is definitely not what she wanted. She wanted to, like, hold off and take their time. But they're both really, really happy. So they walk in hand in hand. Marvin is super nervous to tell Caleb's mom. Uh, and so they get there. They announce their engagement to Caleb's mom. And Marvin feels nervous about it. The mom is nervous. The mom is shocked. The mom doesn't say very much at first. She's silent about their engagement. Then she starts laughing. And she's like, well, I guess, oh my God, I guess my son is all grown up now. And I guess, you know, cheers to you both. They cheers with some champagne. But in the back of her mind, uh, she still feels like they're going way too fast. But she's going to be happy for her son because that's her son and she wants to support him. So here you guys see um, the proposal with the red carpet and all of that stuff. It was very, very romantic. And, you know, ha I'm happy for them. And, you know, congratulations to the both of them. We'll see what happens next. And um, just for a fuller background, uh, I'll show you guys this one as well. So here you see 
uh, the castle in the background, the lights in the trees, the red carpet, the like candles and all the things. So congratulations. I do think that this couple is going to make it um, just because they want they want the love. They want to be together. And then that was it. We didn't see Pat. We didn't see uh, what's his stupid what's his name, you guys? The one that's outrageous. Anyways, we didn't see uh, some of the other couples, and next week is the finale, so they're gonna have to wrap that up real quick as well. I don't know what it's gonna look like because at the end of the day, who do we really think are gonna survive? As I said. I don't think that Sean and Victoria are going to make it. I don't think that Emma and Hussein are going to make it. And I might as well pop this up and we can just go through them together. So let's go through some of the couples together. So we're going to need to see uh, Bridie and Host, right? What's going to happen with those two, right? So we're going to have to see them next week. And we're going to have to see... Well, we already saw Caleb and Marvin. I think that they're going to make it. So I guess we'll have some closure there. Emma and Hussein, absolutely. I don't think they're going to make it. I don't even think he really wants to be with her. Alejandro and Katie. Megan says, the show is done next week. Yeah, Megan, it's the season finale next week. Can you believe it? Don't you feel like unfinished? Don't you feel like I... We're just getting started. But yeah, it's the season finale next week. So I don't even know. I, I don't know, you guys. I just feel like the editing just hasn't given us enough information. But yeah, that's it next week. So Alejandro and Katie, I do think that they're going to make it. Sam and Pat, we don't know enough about them. Allegedly, they're supposed to be going to Greece. So like, how are they going to wrap that up in an hour next week? unless they don't actually meet in real life. So do I think that this couple's going to make it? Absolutely not. Then Kathleen and Richard, that's who it is. Kathleen and Richard, I mean, the last we heard, he was in the Philippines with her. He's not even really trying to propose to her. He's trying to have her come over to the UK on a work visa on her own. I personally think she doesn't need him. I think that she's fantastic and she can do anything and everything on her own and she can just drop that zero. Um, and then, oh, let me see. Who are we missing that I didn't talk about? We are missing oh, Victoria and Sean. And I already said that they're not going to last. So, yeah, you guys, it's, you know, we complain about some of the 90-day seasons being too long. But this one, I feel like we just didn't get enough. And not that 10 episodes not enough. It's just that the editing was weird, right? Because in the UK, they're on episode 12 because they had two episodes more than we did outside of the UK. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know how you think things are going to end with some of these couples. Are you ready for the season to be over? Do you feel like you got enough of it? Do you feel like you understand where the couples stand? Because we have only one more hour to figure it all out. And, you know, we're invested. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm still catching us up. Uh, 
you know, as a lot of you guys know, I do entertainment reporting. So I do other press junkets. So sometimes the schedule can be a little hectic. So like Monday becomes Tuesday and all of that stuff. Oh, thanks, Missy. Thank you so much for being here and being part of the community. Um, I do want to leave you guys on this note. As I just said, you guys, most of you know that I'm actually a journalist and entertainment reporter. And a lot of you guys like message me with like tips and leads and things that you've heard or things that you've seen. And I just want to tell you this, I'm not going to report on something that I don't have the receipts on. And there are a lot of bloggers out there that are going to run with the story without the receipts. So I'm not saying like, oh, I'm the only one that, you know, has journalistic integrity. But what I'm saying is that sometimes you can't really believe everything that you see, everything that you read, everything that you view, because sometimes that person is doing it for the wrong reasons. They're doing it because they want popularity. They want the likes, the views and all of that stuff. And I'm here to tell you that I will never be that person. I will never be that person. If I don't know it for a fact, I'm either going to tell you, this is what I heard and I don't have the receipts for it, which is rare. I rarely do that, but sometimes I do that. But if I have the receipts and I can back it up and I've researched it and can support it on my own, then you're going to know that this is a true story. Because at the end of the day, you want a true story because anyone can say anything about anything. And I was the victim of that this year, a bunch of online trolling, a bunch of bloggers saying that I had done some things that I had not done and they had not reached out to me to find out if it was true or not. They just went with it. And you can wreck someone's life with your words. And especially online where that shit lives forever, it's just not okay. And that's not how I live my life. And that's not how I think other people should live their lives, but to each their own. So at the end of the day, I just want to let you guys know, just remember that everything you see and hear and read it may not be backed up and it may not be true. And I think that there's a responsibility for those of us that are reporting on things to report with accuracy and integrity. And that being said, I'll see you guys all tomorrow, Wednesday. Bring wine. Bye for now.